Hey y'all, just in case y'all forgot, it is indeed 26 years ago, and for some reason, my voice can transmit to the past, uh, from the present. And speaking of the present, y'all know I'm here to bestow my vocal gifts upon all of y'all, no matter the when. Live from 694.2 PTBB, time traveling dogs named Wolf can be scary, but what is not scary is howling with Wolf, a segment I am definitely not forced to do against my will by my amorphous producer who may or may not possess ownership over my soul. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Perfect Us Nemo, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. They wanted to hear your boy Wolf vocalize the frustrations of the BBEG in their own campaign. They write, I am the ancient. I am the land. I was vain. And due to my hubris, I lost my beloved. I let outsiders into my own home. I was met with trickery and recklessness. Going through my domain like a plague, destroying everything that was dear to me. Let them rally the creatures in the valley. Let them storm my castle. All they will achieve is a long and painful prelude to an eternal march. And I shall wait as long as it is necessary, for nothing is gone forever. I will reclaim what is rightfully mine. <laughs> Well, that was certainly very fun and lighthearted, and not at all super fucked up, dark, and weird. Thanks for writing in some very normal-sounding stuff for your dumpster daddy to deliver. Remember, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Instagram or Twitter. You can tag Pretending to be people on Facebook, although y'all know how we feel. Fuck the Zuck. Or write a five-star review on iTunes and email us at pretendingpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the show financially over on patreon.com slash pretendingpod. Five dollars a month instantly unlocks access to nine exclusive bonus episodes. The most recent one is a real fucking treat. Ross Payton from Roleplaying Public Radio came on to run the PTBP boys through some Dennis Detwiller's classic Delta Green scenario, Night Floors. This one comes in around 2 hours and 45 minutes, and it is fully edited with Justin's soundtrack and everything. Also, the very first Den of Sin livestream for those backers at the $15 level on Patreon is happening this upcoming Tuesday. That's February the 25th at 7pm Central Time. Zach is gonna run the crew through the first scenario ever written for Call of Cthulhu, The Hunt it's gonna be wet and wild and spooky, y'all. Spooky, y'all. Spooky, check. Wild, 
Wet? Not quite yet. Keep your eyes peeled for ooze and your ears tuned into the news. Last time, we met our new friends in the meeting room of calm, comfy campgrounds and followed along as they checked in for the weekend. Walter Grimes, a totally normal 16-year-old boy, and his father, Alan, are in cottage number three. Bradley Cooper, a surreptitious go-getter, is in cottage number five. Charles Digby, a plain but curious creep, is in cottage number seven. And Roger Fairfield, the uptight newlywed, is in cottage number nine with his bohemian bride. Taking us back into the corner-free meeting room for orientation. Something about edging. It's Dream Girl with Pretty Sexual. Anyone else that does it? I said get hurt. Hey, Stormy, do you have any guns? I need to shoot my friend. <laughs> he would definitely drive up here with his pistol if I was like, hey, I need to shoot Luke. I love your dad, and the thing is, you he would at, like if you asked him to, he would probably kill me. Oh, I don't know about that. No, he'd make me do my own dirty business. <laughs> yeah, he would. He would provide it's all time the for materials. You to learn, so. <laughs> Son, I don't want you to do this, but uh, no, the, man, <laughs> the man who passes the judgment, hold on, pull the trigger. That's a good impression of your dad. What was that fucking <laughs> dude? Before we start, I went and saw the gentleman. Oh yeah, how was that? Fantastic. Oh, so die! I love so Guy Ritchie. It was really good. good dude. Cool. That makes me really excited. Who's the director? Is a uh, Guy, Guy Ritchie. Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> Am I here? <laughs> no, looks. I been didn't doing hear. That I'm night. sorry. <laughs> Dude, it was <laughs> leaving the theater. My parents were like, "Yeah, we thought it was going to be a stupid action movie, and it was, but we loved it." <laughs> oh hell yeah, that sounds right up my alley. It was I'm totally fan in for a, fucking tastic. A, a good guy, Richie. He, it was. Yeah. It was he put out some stinkers. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, it was not a stinker. It was like, <laughs> like snatch. I never saw snatch. Snatch. What? It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it unlimited breadsticks? <laughs> what? Snatch is unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> for sure. It's my favorite Rotten Tomatoes score. Anyway, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. So this man who just walked into the circular meeting room is wearing a white dress shirt, gray slacks, and black shoes. There are six chairs in a half circle, all facing a single chair that this man stands in front of as he introduces himself. Hello there, folks. My name is James, and I am the executive director here at Calm Comfy Campground. I need everyone to roll a constitution check. (laughs) What? (laughs) Pass. Fail. Pass. Solid fail. (laughs) Okay, so Justin, Charles Digby, and Thomas Bradley Cooper would both realize that that this room is sort of 
as you're walking to your seats, you feel an uneasiness in your balance as this room is tilted a bit toward the chair that is alone on the other side. And you all sit down in this half circle and he sits down with you. I pull the chair out for Angela, even though there's nothing that she's scooting up to. <laughs> I just kind of stand behind it, pull it out, oh let her God. sit and push it under. Thank you so much for really like seeing me in that moment and acknowledging that I'm here. Of course. I want to start by introducing myself and telling you a little bit about this place. We obviously, as you know, uh, specialize in taking people who need to focus on something and get that focus either a little bit more accurate or there at all. Some people need to be forced all the way in. So uh, we're just here to help you achieve whatever desires you may be heading we can help you with that goal. And I just think the group session is the best way to start any of these sort of weekend events. So if everyone could go around and introduce themselves, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Well, I am Angela Fairfield and I'm here with my husband, Raj. Hey, hey there. Hey there, folks. And we're here to really focus on like moving forward in our marriage and making this thing last. And, uh, and really, like, we both care so much about each other that I think that we're going to be able to do it. Right, Raj? We're certainly going to try. Of course, I'll do. I'm, I'm, I'm open and uh, I'm willing. And Was that Walter <laughs> clapping? Walt- Walter claps. <laughs> <laughs> James looks around the room at the others. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, jump in here. Uh, I like to play two truths and a lie to get things started. So basically how this works is we'll go around the half circle here, and everyone will say three statements, two of which are true, and one of which is a lie. And after you say the three statements, we'll each go around and ask a question about the three statements to try to determine which one the lie is, right? So we'll ask a question, you'll have to answer it, and then we can all kind of gauge who each other are and how we react to each other within that setting. Shoot. Psychologically, what is the point of this game? Oh, it's just to help with these group sessions moving along. We really want there to be an air of openness and vulnerability, and so we think the best way to do that is to have you all know each other. Why lie? In the background, I ask Alan... What is openness? It's just a willingness to connect with others, I believe. Who the fuck is Alan? Thank you. Alan is the older man who is the tall, lean man wearing the charcoal suit who is there with the 16-year-old Walter. When he notices that they're there together, I give you guys both like a strange look. I am still just looking at my feet, taking this in. And I lean to the counselor. Is it like a Batman situation? Is that his ward? What's... Yeah, I think it's definitely a Batman-type situation. Uh, They can probably explain to you their father-son dynamic more than I could, but let's go ahead and start with uh, Charles Digby down there. You got two truths in the lie for me, sir? Yeah, I got a couple for you. Fire away. I blackmailed the mayor of the city. I have an overweight cat named Rolo. (laughs) 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 Boomed. She's working on it. (laughs) She was. You guys stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I sold one of my kidneys to buy my new car. Oh, those are some spicy ones. All right, let's go around the circle here and ask some questions. Let's start with you, Bradley. Why'd you sell your kidney? I mean, what kind of car? (laughs) (laughs) It's a, a new mobile lie. That's the lie. I agree. 
Did you show us your belly? <laughs> I would like to ask openness. I would like to <laughs> show us a scar. Uh, go with his line of questioning and ask to see the renal scar. I uh, don't feel comfortable enough with you guys to to do that. I look at uh, what's your character's name? Bradley Cooper. That's not a famous <laughs> person's <laughs> name yet. I look at Bradley and I go. I agree with your thought. It is a lie. Thanks. Charles, how much is uh, Kenny going for these days? It's about 20000 or so. Did the car cost all of that money, or did you have some left over? I had some left over. What'd you spend it on? Got a new camera. What was your first lie? My first lie. That you ever the told you. The first life. lie that... No. <laughs> the first lie of the three that you read. You, uh, you blackmailed a mayor. What was that about? I had some stuff on him. What did you have on the mayor? No, Dad, uh, I can handle... Oh, I'm part of the group as well, and I would like to contribute. So what what did you have on the mayor there? Alan, let the kid speak. I accept the line of questioning. I'm not allowed allowed to discuss it. Hmm. That's part of the blackmail deal. Did you get money for it? Or was it some other... Yes. You got money for it? For blackmailing the mayor? Yes. I do want to reiterate that this is two truths and a lie. Both of these seem... Like lies. But one of them isn't. One of them's fake. He got money from either blackmailing the mayor or selling his kidney. That's how he pulled up here in a new mobile. I. <laughs> but he, he wouldn't need money twice. No one needs no one needs more money, so I, I reach my things. I reach my hand out and poke him in like the side. Walter. I like, pull, wh- I like where, pull away where a, a kidney scar would be. Walter, you can't just poke people. I, I also go in and start it is part of the This is part of the game. I have to What was win. the second thing you said? Let's go ahead and try to not touch each other during this yeah, game, I'm, if that's I'm, okay with I'm everyone. I'm pretty uncomfortable with what's happening here. What was the second thing you said? Hey, do I feel a scar when I touch him? <laughs> Through can my I, clothes. Can I roll that? Can I roll, like, search or something? Yeah, roll search. No, roll surgery. <laughs> Tied, I got 30 in surgery. <laughs> That's a 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and roll a D10. For damage. <laughs> a, no, a, a three. Okay, and so if you... Can I get a pencil, please? As you reach in, uh, before Charles can pull away, Charles, does he feel a surgery scar there? He does not. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I believe that that is the lie. If he touched him and there's no scar, if there's no scar, I bet that's the lie. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) I get like really fucking uncomfortable and I'm like kind of like hugging myself a little bit, like looking down at the ground and I'm like, what was the second thing you said? I have an overweight cat named Rolo. Why don't you put it on a diet or something? She's trying. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that is the truth. All right, let's go ahead and uh, I think everyone has made vocal their choices there. Hold on, buddy. So what'd you get from the mayor? I'm not allowed to say. I want to human that. Okay, roll human for me. You, you said money though, didn't you? I thought he said money. Oh, I did say money. <laughs> That's I, what I, I was asking earlier. I thought there was more. I <laughs> like, successfully roll human. Then you can and tell I say, he's lying. I say, wait a minute. Earlier you said it was money. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> How much money? What was the secret? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I can't say. All I right. I think he's it. repeated that a couple times. So let's go ahead and get you it's, to come clean here. Which one was the lie and what were the truths? The truths were I did, in fact, as you guessed, blackmail the mayor. I also have an overweight cat, one might say morbidly obese cat, <laughs> named Rolo, <laughs> after her favorite candy. <laughs> That might have something to do with it. (laughs) Would you say once she lost weight, she has... She hasn't lost weight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think we all got to know each other pretty well there through that little exercise for Charles. Yeah, Yeah, we know he's a fucking liar. Well, that's part of the game there, Bradley. I I know. All right. Well, you're up next, so... Okay. Well, my name's Bradley Cooper. I'm a father. My, My friends recommended I come here. And, uh... I'm also a widower. What's your son's name? I don't have a son. What's your daughter's name? Jessica. How old is Jessica? Seven. Which friend suggested that you come here? A few of them. They. Could you name? They, well, names. Steve and and this, Bill. This is the lie. And, no, they all think I have problems. What are these uh, problems that you're here for? They think I'm not invested enough in my personal life like your daughter who oh yeah jessica (laughs) (laughs) this is the lie yeah no um she's great she's great what school does your daughter go to (laughs) (laughs) i i swear this isn't the lie i mean what do i care if you know i'm lying or not but I've been assured it's a very good school. Is it a high school or elementary school? She's seven. So what grade is she in? I think that's first. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, wait, are you sure? I think that would be first or second grade, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. No, sir. Uh, so I was seven in the second grade. No big deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bradley, how did uh, if it's true? How did you lose your your wife? Cancer. Sorry, sorry to hear that. If if it's true, what kind of cancer did she have? Bone. What is that called? <laughs> this is just the Thomas test. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also don't know. <laughs> yeah. Osteo something. Uh, uh, I think it's just called. <laughs> There's got to be a technical term for it. Bone cancer name. <laughs> Learn and name. Osteogenic sarcoma. I called osteo. Hell or yeah. osteosarcoma for I sure. I went to nursing school for a year. I know things. <laughs> Shit, that's an osteocarcoma. Sarcoma. Sarcoma. Carcoma. <laughs> she had an osteosarcoma that spread to her lungs and kidneys oh. and also her other bones. And her brain. Did it make you sad? Yeah, as much as anything. I cannot determine which one is the lie. Yeah, I don't know what the lie is either. What do you think, Raj? uh, It sounded to me like the friends' names were made up. I'm going to say his friends didn't tell him to come here. I'll go with him. Steve and Bill, you think those are... I think that Steve and Bill are (laughs) names that you might have just thought of. So I agree. That is the lie. I'm going to say it's the friends. Doesn't seem like a guy that uh, has a lot of caring <laughs> friends in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone holy, laughs at you. Holy shit. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Calm Comfy Campgrounds, you fucking idiot. 
You can you can tell that Bradley uh, is really unaffected. All right, so Bradley, if you want to go ahead and tell us which one of those was the lie, my wife didn't die. We just got divorced. I'm sorry to hear that she did not die. Yeah, me too. I I take back my sorries. That's for sure. But yeah, I'm sorry. I said you didn't have any friends. I'm sure you have many. <laughs> Stephen Bill. Charles actually feels those are the man too. Charles like kind of like is looking inward and he's like fuck because he's like this is my job to like read people and he fucking failed he at fucking it. failed <laughs> at it roll sanity no i'm just kidding <laughs> like, oh, uh, here we go you feel <laughs> helpless roll sanity uh yeah no i'll i'll go for i'll go next yeah uh i got three right here my favorite food is steak my favorite steak is a ribeye and my favorite show is the beverly hillbillies i feel that i cannot participate in this because i know the answer. Hey kid, what's the answer? I feel that I look at my dad. Can I tell what the answer is? I, I think for the purpose of the game, you better... Yeah, I, I don't think maybe you should participate in the questioning on this one, but yeah. I look down at my feet and stand motionless. Who's your favorite character on the Beverly Hillbillies? Milburn Drysdale. He's a good businessman and he's just trying to keep the money in his bank. What does steak taste like? Steak? Oh, I like the meaty. <laughs> Just ripping Great something apart. Great line of questioning. What's a, what, what's a, a ribeye part from, from other steaks? Why is it so special to you? I, uh, the, the fat. I like how fat it is. Uh, nothing I like more than just the fat on a steak. Do you uh, know the theme song to Beverly Hillbillies? Flintstone. No. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, I, I do. I do. I do. Just let me get there. Black gold. I, I lean Oil, over. that is. I lean over to Andrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Texas That's tea. That's what I was hoping Texas to come tea. I lean over to Angela. That's how you figure it out pretty quick. Okay, you're right. I, okay, it's not my favorite show. I've seen it a couple times. I, I, I like that Milburn Drysdale, but I, I just couldn't think of anything else on the spot. You got me. Okay, well, I guess that was pretty short-lived there. Hot damn, got it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, Raj, Wal- Walter so looks good. up and says black gold oil that is <laughs> uh, Walter if you want to go next following your father there this is going to be very difficult for me because I do not like to lie but I will do it for the sake of community I don't own a bed I had a total hip replacement last year and I have only owned one pair of shoes as an adult. I want to look down at shoes. Yeah, I look at his shoes. <laughs> what do them shoes look like? What do they look like? They are pristine. White New Balances. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know the lie, but just to be sure, I want to kick them in the hip. Not like hard. I want to like knock them over with my foot. What? <laughs> I just want to see if he can stand. Or if his hip got replaced. Bradley, that is not the kind of behavior that we want to do here. Well, but you're reacting to that as, what was the result of my behavior? Is he on the ground? As Bradley's foot comes up to my hip, I grab it. That'll be a strength contest. Let's see. Hold on. Strength or can I use martial arts? You can use martial arts. Wait, Either did way, you say I got martial 80, arts. I got a 85. So. Unearned combat. <laughs> don't roll. Don't roll worse than me. I got a one. <laughs> So oh, you, fucking kill him. He, sh- <laughs> he shatters your hip. No, it's, it's contested. So. Whether or not it was You ever destroy replaced. this child. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, I just want to kind of like 
<laughs> push him with my foot and see if he can stand up. I want to test his hip. All right. Um, as his foot comes into me, I try to grab it, but his foot is moving too fast. He hits me in the hip and pushes me over like three inches, but then I immediately stand back up completely straight. Roger jumps out of his chair. Hey, whoa! Yeah, that's not the kind of behavior that we want to like do in these group sessions. Uh, like yeah, I said lying. about touching people earlier, it's mostly a physical thing that I'm talking about right now. So if we want to not do that from here on moving forward, otherwise I'm going to have to. As soon as this happens, I, I stand straight and look down on my shoes are you all right walter i am fine bradley is tell me that i am lying he's like in a practiced kung fu stance he's kind of bouncing on the heels of his feet but he sits down when you sit back down walter alan kind of pats you on the leg and he's like you did a great job just then my father has told me three strikes and you're out that is one strike but (laughs) i don't hold it against you cool (laughs) (laughs) tell me how I'm lying. If you don't own a bed, let's say that that's the truth, where do you sleep? I don't typically lay down. Usually, I tend to sleep standing. What are you, a vampire? Yeah, what are you, a vampire? Angela. No, I... He's funny. I can't (laughs) consume blood, so no, I'm not a vampire. Okay. I want to get this over with. I feel uncomfortable telling a lie because it's against what I believe in. What do you believe in? Well, many things, but that's not the point of this exercise. It's to get to know one another, right? Yeah, but that's... So what's what's at your core, kid? You would have to ask my father that I did not... I've not asked that question, but I I think that is beside the point of this exercise. Please tell me how I'm lying. (laughs) You should walk across the room for us. I walk across the room. Can I see if he's favoring one hip versus the other? Yeah. Uh, we already tested this. <laughs> <laughs> I I walk across the room perfectly normal. Oh, Roger is just gonna point at your shoes. I I think it's the shoes, guys. They don't look like he's had them all his life. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the shoes. shoes. That's wild. Otherwise, same. I look at my father. Am I allowed to tell the truth now? Go ahead. I have not had a hip replacement. I have the hips. Oh, that I forgot I, about the hip thing. <laughs> God I, damn it. That was obviously the lie. I have the hips <laughs> that I was made with. All right. And let's uh, let's move on to who we got next here. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Uh, hi, I'm Roger. Hello, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Raj. I'm a champion flautist. I, I've won competitions with my fluting. I am a member of the uh, International Knot Tying Guild. And... What's a good lie? <laughs> oh, no, no, ba- babe. You- I hate chocolate. Oh, <laughs> he does. It's- I have determined that you like chocolate. Oh. Would you like a Twix bar? Got it in one. And I, I stretch my hand out towards him, but I have nothing in my hand. I'm just <laughs> baiting him. <laughs> Would you like a Twix bar? Yeah. If you got Oh, Dang it. I have determined I am the winner. I have he is lying about chocolate. Roger, not the point, but I think we got to know you through that exercise there. Uh, what is your favorite knot? My father has told me to ask questions like this. I mean, oh, a, a Windsor and a tie is my favorite. Uh, if you're doing boats, a, a healthy slip is good. It depends on the situation. I have learned to tie ties and 
Windsor is a great knot. Okay, so I've uh, I've traveled to four different continents. I've never gotten the hiccups, and that is one time determined I to be the lie. You don't even have to say the third one. <laughs> she has to though. That's the point oh, of this whole thing. Continue. I am sorry. It's okay. This is the coolest one, actually. Uh, one time, I smoked a joint with a senator. Which senator did or, you smoke or a, a long joint way with? From any kind of cultural acceptance on that, so that's a really radical and like scandalous thing to say. Maybe twenty six years in the future, that'll be more. Where did you smoke a joint with Bernie Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Bobby Bird, and we were at a charity function, and he for what back? It was what were you for raising a political money for? campaign? For... You have had the hiccups. That is what I've determined. <laughs> what are the hiccups like? I uh, they're the worst. Oh my god, <laughs> that is the line. Gotcha. Wait, do you like hiccups? What's going on? You said you've never had them. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> I can't tell if that was Zach or Angela. <laughs> you totally got me. You totally got me. I didn't even oh, God. Yes, no, I've been to South America, Europe, Asia, and Antarctica, and cool. one time I smoked a joint with Bobby Bird, Robert Bird. She she did. She did. <laughs> Have you ever smoked a joint? <laughs> No, thankfully I met her after that. That was my past, my wild and crazy past that he was dating me during. Do you have any weed with you now? She looks really <laughs> like wide-eyed at James. And uh, Roger looks at her, do, do you? No. <laughs> Can I roll human? <laughs> That's an 11. A crit pass. Yeah, she's got weed on her. <laughs> I look at Roger, I go... You may not know your wife as well as you think that you do. She does your battery dying. (laughs) (laughs) I look down at my feet. That kind of language is not why we came here. We came here to have good social interactions with people and try to become better people. And I don't understand why you, sir, have taken every chance to step out of line. You want to do something about it, big man? Holy you are shit. looking at this old, old, lean man who's just like, Come on, tough guy. I'm going to have a smoke. And he just gets up and walks out of the room. I kind of follow him a little bit. What? Yeah, I kind of like see him out of so, the circle and then sit back down. <laughs> oh, my God. You big man him? You I put just, your body on it? <laughs> Put my body at him, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that is horrible. You're a bad Gosh. person. All right, I said. Well, I do sit back down and I kind of I place a weird, awkward, like paternal hand on uh, Luke's shoulder. On my Alan name is Walter. Or on, Walter. On, 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 on Walter's on shoulder. That was could, couldn't have been more perfect. Well, it was. <laughs> I said the world's full of weak men, but you're a bright boy. I do not acknowledge the touch. I'm still looking at my feet. I do not acknowledge the touch episode title. (laughs) (laughs) So again, Bradley, we're going to want to steer clear of that kind of intimidation and physical activity during our group sessions and the whole weekend here. Sorry, I've been, I'm really tense. That's why I'm trying to. I whisper to Angela and we're going to steer clear of him. No joke. I look up at Raj and Angela, duly noted, me too, and look back down at my feet.
So, the four of you, you're being led around the property of Calm Comfy Campground by James, who just led the group session with all of you. And he's pointing around at different places on the island. So, these are going to be your cottages, right? And our bellboy told you which ones that you're going to. And uh, he's got your... Your accoutrement and everything already at your cottages ready for after the tour. You can head back there, but you'll see we've got some beautiful sights around here. And he points up as the sun is going down and he's like, look at that sunset. And you just see the sun is going down behind these mountains off in the distance. And on this side of that sunset is just trees for as far as you can see up until this lake. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I've got to take this. And, uh... Bradley wanders off from the group on his cell phone. That'll happen. So I, uh, I don't know if he's going to get very good service out here. But can, can, can I try. do a roll that lets me uh, eavesdrop on his side of the conversation, but from the group? Like I'm just going to stop paying attention to James and try and hear what he's saying on his side of his phone. Yeah, for sure. Roll uh, search. Active perception. I pass a three. On a 60. Okay, fantastic. I told you, it needs to be off-white, not cream, not white, not whatever the fuck kind of gray you thought this would be. It needs to be off-white, okay? Off-white. Cool. Flowers of all the different shades and shapes, you know, have been uh, given to us here, and we've got, you know, all these uh, trees on the island really gives for some good oxygen around these parts. It's quite nice. You can smell that smell, and uh, we got this beautiful lake here, and you look out over Lake Calm, and it is black. It is a completely dark water lake. Is that a thing? It is an ominous uh, short fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's leading you to the two-story boathouse on the north side of the island. Before we head to the boathouse, I grab a rock, look at my father. This is how Chuck you... Chuck a rock at him. <laughs> no, uh, this is how you taught me, and I skip a rock, and it skips like 18 times. Alan just stands there with his eyes wide and kind of looks at everyone it was like, the boy knows how to throw a rock. That was nice distance. Good work. It's, can, what, it's what Alan has taught me. You can see in the background that, that uh, Bradley has like got his phone down at his shoulder and he's looking at you. Thank you for teaching me that, Father. Yes, of course. He's a very skilled young man. I tend to think so just because you tell me that I am. You're a very good boy. Okay, so let's go on and uh, move on up to the next site. You, you'll see here, I've shown you all the different cottages and how to get to each of your individual places for the weekend. But uh, heading down here is the boathouse, and we've got our boatman down here, Mr. Russell, and he's a good guy. We'll get you to meet him, and he'll give you the rundown on how to use these canoes uh, if you want to take a little solace time out on the water. And he leads you down to this long what is a bridge on a dock called dock bridge on a dock like a like bridge a, to a dock yeah a uh is that a wharf wharf no so walk, uh, what's like the whole thing just the like a dock the, the, uh, yeah like the walkway leading up walk, to the, the gangway yeah, just yeah the, it's pretty long it's gang, like 20 yards the, like yeah that's just the wood the planks ramp like this is great radio <laughs> so we've just got hey you're the one who didn't do his research <laughs> fucking google Fucking look it up. What's the thing? I think it's called a, a ridge. <laughs> yeah, to you had the worst one. What's you, what do you call the bridge to a dock? I think it's called a, a 
It's just a walkway. I think it's called a little. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's anything weird. I think it's just it's a Hold walkway. On. It's called Lil Lakey Walk. A floating walkway will do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Did you say Lakey Walk? A little lakey walk. So you guys are walking. Oh, this down is a big lakey walk. The big lakey walk. <laughs> the big long lakey yards. walk. And this is a handsome lakey walk you got here. <laughs> this is this sure is one floaty lakey walk. I'm looking down at my feet as I walk and I'm like, this is a great lakey walk. <laughs> we like to guys, give this is new. We like to give Jack his uh his his amount of space that you know he requires. He's been here a long time and I'm sorry, is his name Jack Russell? Yeah, that's his name, Jack Russell. <laughs> like the dog. Bouncy dog. That's hilarious. That's actually that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> And you walk up to this boathouse, which is a like uh, it's a two-story apartment, and underneath there are pillars coming down, and there are spots for canoes that are floating in the water underneath the second-story apartment. Are there any other boats here, or is it just the canoes? Just six canoes. And as you walk, you see that a man is walking down from the apartments, and I'm in the wrong Google Doc. You sure you're not on still on the floating walkway? <laughs> You mean the little leggy walk? <laughs> and so from the little, long, big, wakey walk. <laughs> wakey walk. Wakey walk. Because you're awake and you're walking. Uh, you see Jack Russell, who's the boatman, who's walking down some stairs on the side of the apartment down to greet you. He's a short, stout man in his later years. And as you approach, you see that he's got a thick, white beard that makes his round face look even rounder. The bags under his eyes are large and fluffy. And he's wearing a dark... <laughs> fluffy. <laughs> fluffy, okay. The thick, luxurious I think fur you, you underneath started, his eyes. You started to say puffy, and then you yeah. changed to fluffy. <laughs> you just really want to take a nap on these bags. <laughs> he's wearing a dark navy beanie and a wool plaid shirt underneath olive corduroy overalls. I'm thinking about the guy that plays trumpet in Neutral Milk Hotel. What? I'm always thinking about the guy who plays <laughs> trumpet in Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, yeah, so everyone, this is Jack Russell, the boatman, and he'll be taking care of all your canoe needs. I'm going to head on back, so after you wrap up here and get all your information, you can go back onto your cottages or feel free to roam the grounds. And he takes off back down the large flaky flock and walk a flock of lake, and <laughs> he walks back and he's gone. Roger holds out a hand to Jack. Jack, I'm Roger. I'm curious what kind of knots you use around here. I uh, yeah, just use it, uh, honestly, for, uh, for my ties. You know, I go with the uh, fucking shit. Yeah, I was doing you. Doing you. Oh, fuck. Oh, I thought you were I doing, was doing kinda. you. I thought you were doing Jebediah from the Bloodstrap episode. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, knots are you using here on this dock? Uh, I assume a clove hitch. You got anything uh, special up your sleeve? Uh, you know, it's mostly a clove hitch, you know, it's a... Uh, but for ties, you know, I go Windsor. <laughs> Man, after my heart, I see. And yeah, so everyone here, you know, come down, come close, you know, get around here. We got six canoes, right? And so there's enough for everyone to take them out whenever you need them. You're going to want to go ahead and grab a life jacket. There's life jackets right over here. And he points at a bin. It's got a bunch of life jackets in it. You're all seemingly adults. He looks at you, Walter. He's like, except for you, how old are you? What is the number that you need to hear? All right, seems smart enough, so... 
All of you will be required to take out life jackets in the canoes with you when you head on out, but you don't have to wear them except for, I'm guessing, you. If you're under 18, you might want to have that on for legality reasons. Should I put two of them on? You can put two of them on if you want, but it'll be safer if you just have one. Duly noted. Alright, so you're never gonna go out without them, and you're never gonna go out by yourself in a canoe. If you go out by yourself in a canoe, you're gonna have a bad time. We always say, stick to two in a canoe, right? So you gotta have two people in the canoe. What do we gotta have in a canoe to make it work? Two, two That's in right. the canoe. Good job, everyone. Thank you for paying attention. Honestly, this is great. So many groups get into in-talking and doing different voices. It's very obnoxious. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't even know why I brought it up. That's on me. That's my bad, everyone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Why did I even invite that into the realm of possibility? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we always stick to two in a canoe. So stuff like that doesn't happen. All right. Now these waters, these waters out here, you look at them. They're very calm. Right. But that's tricky, isn't it? Is it? No, not so much. It's very easy to canoe around this lake. (laughs) However, some people get a big head, right? I'm guessing you, just looking at everything about you. You're probably going to get a bit cocky out there, and there's nothing that the water takes as such a diss to its face. I say diss all the time. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> I mean, it's perfectly acceptable 26 years ago. Hey, we're living in the past, mate. I'm living in the future. I mean, hypothetically. And so, the water, right? It's it's mean. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's mean, but it's calm. Yeah, I'm it's, scared. It's super fucking calm, right? Mean but, water. you know, it can be mean at times, right? Because water is the most powerful thing that exists on this realm. Outside of all... And he looks up into the sky, and the sun has gone down now, so you've got just a beautiful sight of the countless stars up in the sky. Say, except for those, right, mate, right? The endlessness of space, isn't it? If you get out there, there's nothing more powerful. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm just floating, and all of this is some sort of mental reaction to everything that I'm having as I'm just losing oxygen. I'm, I'm sorry, Jack Russell. Have you been to space? No. No, but sometimes I look up there and I wonder if maybe I'm not down here. You know, you ever get that? Yes. I would also posit that water would still be powerful up there. In fact, maybe more so. You could use it to stay alive or... To push off of something if you needed to. You could shoot it out of a hose. or When you were talking about this, <laughs> clouds are also water. So technically, in the sky, there is water as well. So I think that just adds to what you are talking about. You guys are all really validating me at this time, and I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> it's not too many times that we get people who are... Not so raw and ready at the beginning of the weekend, you know. Some people are a bit meffed in the head, so it's nice that you guys are all taking a group mentality to try to validate each other's existences and thoughts, and I really appreciate that. So does everyone have... Well, it's just... <laughs> shit, we are doing each other. We're doing the <laughs> oh, same voice. Oh, 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 Bradley Cooper. <laughs> okay, and I want your job. Um... Honestly, I think we're all just, uh, I think we feel a little protective of you because of the the thick and fluffy patch of hair underneath your (laughs) eyes. 
It's pretty adorable. He rubs it, and he's like, yeah, it's been on my face a long time, isn't it? Is it? No, I grew it over the summer. <laughs> it's nice, though, to have a bit of protection from all this wind. And, you know, if you happen to get in the water, it's nice to have it. And, you know, not you just sort of feel... Are you laughing at me? This is like a if SNL tried to do Colin Farrell. I am Colin Farrell. <laughs> and I'm Bradley Cooper. And maybe in 26 years... Those names will be famous, but not today. No, it's a fucking fairy tale here, though. <laughs> but also, isn't your name Jack Russell? Yeah, my name's Jack Russell. <laughs> hey, hey, I think we're just this still playing devolved into something alive. terrible. <laughs> hey, Jack, if we do take a boat out, is there any place you recommend? Maybe a nice cove somewhere or something? Uh, you find no coves around this area, right? So it's just circles on circles. So we got a circular island with a circular lake right around it, engulfing it, eating it alive from the inside. You're going to find just roundness at all the points I'm, around. I'm, I'm so sorry, Jack. Wouldn't it be eating it alive from the outside? If the... You know what? You're right. It is. It's an external force, this water is, right? Pushing against just over and over repeatedly, just thrusting, thrusting, thrusting. There's water the shore. at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Does anyone see. have any questions? Uh, are these our boats? Like, uh, Stand down, little one. So we've got. A is it spe specifically like? Is my boat that one? No. Or no, you can or take can out I... any of them that you want. Anyone that's left here, you can take out. Right. And so to answer your question, there, sir, young sprightly man, it's gonna be right over there and he points to this spot that the shoreline has clearly even from this distance you can tell canoes have like entered this shoreline and left a bunch of divots up there and he's like right there that's a good trail it's the best trail on the property so like across the yeah across the water yeah got it yeah there's no trails on this side except for the walkways you know from the cottages back up to big house charles digby takes this time to pull out a little notepad that he always keeps with him to take notes and looking at the like creepy almost obsidian like water he starts like jotting down notes for ideas i love it there you go i'm into it yeah thanks for saying it you're welcome i think it's a good character choice for you yeah it might have something to do with something <laughs> Gotta keep an eye on this one. <laughs> he writes shit down. <laughs> I approach the water and I scoop a handful of water up and then I put my hand in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I just see his pocket get wet. I'm noticing the rings of the water. The ripple effect? Yeah. Kid. I'm not paying attention. I'm looking back down at my feet again. Kid, are you any good with computers? No reaction. Sometimes he just doesn't react. Is he good at computers? Hey, he's fine with computers. Mm. What about you, sir? Are you a computer man? Uh, me, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, what do you do? I... I manage a gas station. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. What's that like? As you can imagine, it's hard. An oil man. And I look back down. Indirectly, I suppose, yeah. Petroleum byproducts. He's a bit of a middleman. Do I not do. degrade this man, Father. I do think of myself as uh, more of a salesman than anything. Okay, so I guess we should head out. Is there anything else, Jack? That's pretty much it, unless anyone has any more questions about the water, the canoes, or how to get from here to there on this calm water. But just remember, 
What do we remember? Always have a life jacket for each person in the canoe. And two canoes or something. Two canoes for each person. Two canoes for each person. That's, that's right. right. I don't. I don't think that was. No, that's what he said. Like a chariot trick horse racer. One canoe. One foot in each. And you gotta, <laughs> I think you it was keep it. Uh, one canoe, 23 skidoo. You're going to split your pants, but it's it's a good time. Can you remind us what it was again? Yeah, so we always say... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my computer and it says, two truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we always stick to... (laughs) (laughs) What? Hold on. What What did I roll? 50 to a canoe. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we always say 50 to a canoe. All right, two in a canoe. Anyone have any more questions? (laughs) Are we done here? If uh, somebody hypothetically wanted to get out on the lake and they were alone, would you accompany them? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. If you ever want to go out there by yourself and have a bit of quiet, I got these. And he points up at the wall and there's some like noise canceling like gear that you would wear if you were doing construction or something like that. If you ever want to have a bit of peace and quiet, you know, I'll just put that in and read. If that'll be all, then... I think is your name really I started to I think maybe we should leave. We're your next campground members, <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> We're here for a fun and relaxing non spooky weekend. <laughs> it's fifty six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can we take a picture of, of Arby Road? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> What's on the other side of the lake? Oh, just woods, mate. Just woods and woods. It's some nice trails, though, if you got some some time. Are there any uh, fish in this lake? Oh, I thought you were going to say on the trails, and no, there aren't, but there are. My question is, could, I have never been fishing before, but I've heard about it. Is it possible to go fishing in this lake? Unfortunately for you there, Sir Walter, you're not going to find any fish in this lake. Well, that's... Oh, that's fine. Why are there no fish in this lake? Yeah, Roger's looking puzzled too. There, no, no fish in the lake? They stocked all these lakes back in the day when they first dammed them up. Uh, as long as I've been here, there's been no fishes in this lake. Is this a man-made lake? Yeah, it's a man-made lake. What, do you have a deal with that? No. <laughs> then I guess we don't have a problem. What? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was Uh-oh. a bit strong. It's, <laughs> it's, oh, that's it's good, Jack though. Sparrow hiding out. <laughs> And you're poking the bear. Oh, I could go a bit of a problem. Oh. That's the day you almost yeah, caught Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs>